We only really pay attention to the state of the economy or interest rates when we're buying a house or taking out a car loan, or when politicians are taking a dig at their opponent. So how can we make the current downward trend into an upward spike for our businesses? Is it possible to make a dollar magically worth more than a dollar? Well, apparently alchemy is not as elusive as one may have thought. You just need to start selling your services or products in another country. Hi, Hyde and hi, Brent. Hello. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. The root of all evil. Mm. Supply chains and, and slowly rising costs are something we can't ignore. What advice are you handing out to your clients? Well, I think we've covered that forecasting more than two months out is a little crackers at this point. See <laughs> podcast 43. <laughs> and that was certainly true about logistics, but it must be monumentally true about finances. Finance is hitting a really weird spot. And I think if there's a real reason we pulled out this topic, it's because we're seeing weirdness and behaviors we don't frequently see. So that's worth paying attention to. Right. We have low unemployment. So that means a lot of people are working. But by a lot of people working, for some reason, we're still in recession and inflation cycle, which is opposite of what should be happening with low inflation. So how do we explain that? And as a small business, how do we deal with it? Our employees deserve and need more money because things are changing. Our costs are going up. Transportation costs are going up. Material costs are going up. Yet we're stuck and bound to contracts that were written prior to this that will only allow us to raise our rate 1% to 2% each year. So we have some long-term 5, 7, 10-year contracts, which if inflation continues the way it's continuing, those contracts are not going to give us a whole lot of anything other than being able to employ people. Yeah. And I'll give you a little case study here. Um, Our next door neighbor, she works for a large restaurant chain. And during COVID, when all of the restaurants were shut, she was still handing out retainers to the head chefs because they anticipated, and rightly so, that these guys would be poached, forgive the cooking pun, poached by other companies immediately after you know, COVID was over and restaurants would open. Well, it's, it's an interesting dynamic that they did because the airlines are having the same problem with pilots. When the pandemic happened and the pilots were told, we don't need you, what did they do? They went to FedEx, they went to DHL, they went to cargo right. and started cargo. flying cargo yeah. planes, which is a lot less headaches than flying a commercial airliner, yeah. and especially where they're, the way they're treated by the airlines. And now they're having a hard time pulling them back in. Should have they done something for that audience, and those kudo- pilots? And kudos to the restaurant yeah. group for having been that forward thinking, because yeah. there are yeah. a lot of organizations that weren't who are currently in the middle of a lot of blame storming with the staff as to why they can't rehire. Right. One of the things I find particularly peculiar in the inflation and monetary fluctuation at the moment is because of Brexit, because of interest rates here in the U.S., you're looking at just about parity between the euro and the dollar. 
Yeah. And yeah. the dollar may actually surge above the euro. And this right. is a strange factor that I think is really going to be of relevance to small businesses because that means the cost of exports, the cost of imports are going to vastly look different. In right. a balanced economy, the euro should be approximately 20% more expensive than the dollar. That means right. that exports from Europe are suddenly, in air quotes, on sale. But it's going to make it harder if anything you produce travels out of our country in the other direction. Right. Yeah. Every time I use an, uh, an editor from the UK, it costs me more money. Yep. But I get the advantage of them working while I'm asleep. And editors that I've worked with before, there's a certain standard of the work that they produce that I'm very happy with. Well, you as a small business owner should be thrilled to employ more people yeah. from the UK because they have so tanked their economy through Brexit, <laughs> yeah. you could be looking at their wages going on sale for you and dropping in comparison to the dollar by 20% over the next yeah. couple months. But it makes me valueless to well, UK. They're not going to hire you because as an you're editor, more, exactly. <laughs> right, you've become more expensive. Yeah, I've become yeah irrelevant. It's just, if it's the same cost, why bother? Yeah. So there are some real impacts of this for small businesses, for people who are dependent on tourism. Europeans are not going to be coming to the United States if it's that much more expensive to come here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So what, besides writing in your spreadsheet uh, plus or minus 10% or tolerances or these variables, um, and beyond just thinking about staff, what else should we be thinking about when putting together our, our financial forecasts? Let's think of an organization as a, a home. And a home has very specific expenses that have to happen every month. Sometimes those expenses get expanded beyond what they should. Six different TV subscriptions. I'm sure your household has many of them also. Can you look at the expenses of your business and then make logical positioning of what should we trim back and what should we continue because it might be a good exchange rate because the software that Orgology uses is not based in the U.S. I'm paying a fee outside of the US to use it, which right. makes a conversion rate. So right now, I'm more than happy to use a software company based in Europe because my dollar is worth more going that way. Right. So figuring out where are you paying money? Where are you getting money from? Right now, our European clients are paying us. If they're paying us in Euro, we're going to leave it there. We're not going to convert it to dollars. We will just leave right. it in Europe. Right because yeah, there's yeah. no sense in converting it right now because yeah. we'd be at a 12, 14% 12, loss and on that, our revenue, and, which makes no sense. Yeah. And that's yeah. part of the really interesting, I started this by saying strange things are happening right now. <laughs> there should not be, and there most probably will not be long-term parity between the dollar and the euro. No. So that means that if you are earning euro now, Perhaps you hold on to it because in two to three years, it should go up by 20 to 30 percent comparative to where it is yeah, now. Yeah. You know, leave it in your British bank account. Wait until the euro's strong again 
Oh, the pound is strong again. I'm not sure, quite sure how long we'd have to wait for that one. Um, no, um, th- th- could th- be a while. <laughs> yeah. I, all, all I can say is you left <laughs> Boris in charge of it. You're surprised yeah. that it's gone up. Yeah. But yeah. There oh, you dear. go. Um, <sighs> yeah. Is that another facet of orgology then? We're talking finances now. It's part of organizational performance. We do look ah. at it. We do help them make some good decisions around that. Yeah. We can give them guidance. What they do with it is entirely up to them, much as an attorney can right. give you guidance. You decide what to do, what not Excellent. to do. We put it under strategy and operations, which is where it belongs. Yeah. It's not our primary goal is not to go in and, and look at spreadsheets and, and solve their financial problems. But if we see something like this, an external happening that could be impacting them, we absolutely help them figure out how to maneuver around it. And I really believe that small businesses should not regard themselves as, oh gosh, I'm small. It doesn't impact me. This type of international financial fluctuation is going to affect everyone, no matter where you are. So being informed of it, having an idea of how it will play and reflecting that back on your business model that's pretty important for anyone. Yeah. If you're a $20 billion a year global business, you've dealt with currency fluctuations for years. Yeah. You may be willing to take that risk and just keep converting that foreign dollars back into to U.S. dollars if you're based here. But for a small business, if we're losing 10 or 12% of our revenue based on where it's coming from, that ends up being a lot of money Absolutely. percent-wise. Yeah. It's a significant amount of money. We've spoken about the cost, but considering the retail value of our services or our products and thinking about Orgology, what are you guys doing in terms of your costings over the next sort of up and coming months or years? Well, strangely, we look at our costing model every year. Our fiscal year for the corporation is January to December 31st. We are now looking at it mid-year. Because things have changed so much in the first six months, Ah, maybe we need to adjust our costing model now and maybe at the end of year. So we may have to bump it up just to keep up with the inflation and the cost of Got doing it. business. Uh, same thing right. as you, you'll probably be doing is looking at, what am I charging my clients? Yeah. Am yeah. I paying 40% more for fuel to get to their site to do their work? Should I charge them more? Yeah. And the answer is probably yes. Otherwise you're cutting into your profit. Air travel's gone up. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you very, very much, Heidi and Brent. So, um, Heidi, as per normal, what are we looking forward to next week? Are we asking the right questions? Oh. But on what subject? That's the question. <laughs> to be or not to be, that is the question. There you go. All right. Excellent. Thanks so much. All right. Talk to you soon. See you next week.